0: with you, Susan Rosen.
1: Hello everyone, this is your host Susan Rosen and today I have a special guest who is coming on to talk to us in particular having to do with the brain series that I'm doing and because of all of the different pressures and different things that are coming up and happening in the world, COVID-19, all of the protests, and the George Floyd, amongst others. Now we're finding out even more, still continuing, Um, and I wanted to have her on because she is a speaker. She's also a mindset head coach. She's based in the UK, and she has over 25 years of experience in the personal development world. And she loves traveling and teaching a new paradigm of psychology that has been, as she puts it, discreetly emanating throughout the world. And I have met Klesia through that um, new paradigm. She's been doing it for a lot longer than I have. And I'm very interested to hear more about her experience and also how it has been helping her and ha- how it can help all of us going forward in this this time of change so Clasia Mendez say hello
2: Hello Susan thank you very much for having me
1: <laughs> Oh thank you for coming on it's a it's a real pleasure. Why don't we um, why don't we start with um, talking about what you feel is the most important thing that you've learned? in your life and in your experience that is helping you in particular in this in this time right now and how it how it can help all of us that are here listening
2: thank you susan that's such a good question um the most important thing that i've learned in my life so far is that this is an inside out world and what do i mean with that is that Once you get an understanding of how your feelings, and by feelings, I mean your experience, attitude, feeling state, your state of mind. Once you get an understanding of how all of that works, that your feelings are coming down from thought in the moment, then you are headed in the right direction uh, for the insights that you need. And I can feel confident in my direction. And because at least my focus is in alignment with how we psychologically or spiritually work. It gives me the right starting point. It gives me the right direction. And there are a million things that I don't have to think about. So my mind is quiet and buying. You feel relaxed and secure about the inside out and single paradigm Direct. Those are the most important things I've learned. Okay.
1: And then how how is it, how is it working for you right now and how? How? what are some of the things that we can learn just during our, our time together here okay. that would help us in dealing with, with what's going on?
2: Sure. So to give you some context, so mm-hmm. as you said, I have heavily invested in the study of personal development for over 20 including the reading of numerous books, self-help books, attending many conferences seminars and workshops all over the world and I've been mentored by top experts in the field of self-development and I, I did things like walking on fire, Ben harrows and run marathons as well I've studied many modalities and many of the things one of the things that while I was doing i was in that journey that i had taken away the main takeaway if you will from all of that experience was that it's really important to have a, a positive outlook in life right so that's how i i used to think that that is a really useful thing to know that is important to have a positive outlook in. and then something happened that changed my perspective because a few years ago i basically i i, bro- I had a, a partner and our relationship crumbled mm. and as our relationship crumbled and we split up, my my emotional state went into a tailspin, right? Yes. And the strange thing that really ticked me off was that not the entire positive thinking in the world could not shift things for me. Mm. And while I was in that tailspin, I, 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 I had like moments of clarity as well, like everyone else. But I was really curious. I was like, hang on a minute. How come I've studied all these things? And none of them are helping me right now. What's going on? Because I I was feeling stuck, almost like walking in mollusks, molasses, molasses. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I was thinking down and down and down. Things were not shifting. And finally, in a moment of clarity, I, I've heard and I reached out to a transformational coach. And my coach, after a very short conversation, really shown to me, he made it really visible and available to me how our experience of reality is created from the inside out. Meaning that I'm mm. I'm feeling thought in the moment, moment to moment, 100% of the time. And in that regard, it's the same for every single person in the, all 7.46 like billion at the, at the moment and more being born. And knowing that, gave me hope and that started shifting things for me and then all of a sudden that the that deep sadness that i used to feel about the breakup things just cleared Mm -hmm. and i i started thriving again now how is this relevant how is this important i i can tell a story probably would be in order to show the the comparison and contrast Uh, people may not know this but back in march i was very very sick and I don't know it was COVID nineteen for a fact, but I assume it was because we didn't have the test back then. Mm-hmm. And while I was really, really sick, there was a, a, a day that I was so sick and feeling so weak that I felt, I thought that I was dying. But I, at the same time my mind was very clear. I was feeling clear and sharp. And then this thought occurred to me, said, Oh well, class what what if this is it? This is how you die of oh, a known virus, something new, COVID nineteen. I was like I don't know. I'll be okay. And then another thought popped. And the thought was, how about your family? And then another thought came. It's like, oh, my family will be upset for a while, but then they'll be okay. Yeah, Eventually they'll rebound. That's the nature of it. And then another thought came through. It's like, how about your friends? It's like, yeah, my friends would be sad for a while, but eventually they would get over it as well. They would get back to center. So Again, why is that relevant to your question? Because while I thought I was dying, I really believed that I was dying. My experience was very peaceful, right? Okay. And uh-huh. why is that? Because I, I, was, I was having those thoughts and I was having peaceful f- thoughts in the moment. And therefore, I was having a very peaceful experience. That is all that was going on. So fast track this. And then I recovered naturally because I'm here telling the story. I did not die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fast track. And i as you mentioned, I'm based in UK and all of a sudden I start hearing on the news, all this conversation and agitation that is going on on us, uh, regarding the assassination of George Floyd and many other people as well. And how, um, Intrinsic racism is becoming visible, right? And it's really mm-hmm. manifesting yeah. in a great way. And and people are protesting from both sides, right? Pro-racism, mm-hmm. anti-racism. So people are coming to the streets and all of this is happening. And all of a sudden, because of those news, because I start hearing more and more. And when I'm talking myself, I'm also thinking about the other people that also saw in the news. They saw that man dying for eight minutes and a couple seconds over and over, over and over yeah. again. Yeah. And potentially that they started kind of um, jiggling memories from the past because all of us human beings, mm. we have seen people or we have been a victim of prejudice or we have a mm-hmm. uh, witness. Yeah prejudice right and we were in a position where unfortunately we could not speak up because that would put us in danger as well it is a reality it is a reality Mm -hmm. and based on what is happening right now we're seeing signs of that where people who are protesting both sides regardless of uh, ethnicity people are showing up dead right in the 21st century so it is it is real and it is dangerous so I could see, and and I started feeling very agitated. In fact, I when I say that I was feeling ag- agitated, I was so upset because, as I said, these memories were coming up. I was seeing mm-hmm. all the stuff in the media in terms of the news. I was seeing people's reactions around me. And then a couple of things started manifesting in certain ways. For instance, I stopped sleeping. And when Mm. I'm saying I stopped sleeping, that means that I was sleep. I would sleep for one hour, wake up for two hours, Uh. sleep for one hour, take up for hours. Obviously that was affecting my productivity as well. And I was like that for 10 days straight. And why I'm telling these stories, the story of when I thought I was dying of COVID and I was having a very Mm -hmm. peaceful experience and the story of Learning about George Floyd and other people's assassinations and having that sort of experience. Mm -hmm. Because in the moment, contrast from two stories, when I was feeling really agitated, I was not seeing that I was experiencing my thoughts in the moment. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. it's really important to clarify something. That does not mean that those things weren't happening or happening or that they're not happening. They are. Right? right? They absolutely are. It's really happening already and it already happened. It's just the experience that I'm having, it only works from the inside out, right? Mm. And it's always the power of thought taking form in the moment. Now I realize I've been talking for a while. So um, what are you yeah. hearing, Susan? What would you like to chip in?
1: <laughs> I was so involved in it, I just <laughs> it takes me a second here. Um <laughs> I I I can really resonate with what you're saying where there are so many different there're different things in our lives, and we react to them differently, but at the same time, we react in the same way. So it's all it is it's all coming from the same place. A reaction comes from the same place it comes from you say inside and our and our thoughts about it um and it's always so interesting to me how we react differently and and not just within ourselves but across people because some people might have had the same um experience that you had with the covid-19 for instance or any other serious illness and they may not have come to that peaceful Experience of it, they may kind of go off the deep end with it and go into the into the pain or into whatever they think is is going on. Um, and so, <clears throat> I find it so interesting that in in your description of all of the both experiences, that it's not that you um, it's not that you didn't have a reaction. It's that you were able to see the reaction and then kind of go with it and and then let it kind of play out and 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 then see where you are and how how you can take that internally. <clears throat> I'm not being very articulate here, but i just I guess it just it just is so amazing to me, not specifically you, <laughs> but the whole human experience. In having reactions to different things. Um, and there may be two, somebody else who would have the same two experiences as you and freak out on the COVID 19 part, and on the other part, distance themselves to not, so they don't freak out on the other. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm always amazed um, how we all do the same sort of thing. We go through a lot of the same process, but we all experience it so differently. Um, I'll just, you know, something, something that happened, as you well know, um, let everybody else know, Klesi and I had, had recorded this podcast um, last weekend, and I got all ready to get started, to, to and we had a really good discussion, and I started working on getting it ready and I was going to post the video, and I was stripping off the audio and doing all the little techie stuff that I love, um, and realized that I couldn't hear my side of the conversation. It had not gotten recorded, and it ended up being because on the back, and there was a problem with which which microphone Zoom was connected to, and well, you guys don't need to know all the details, but anyways. Um, you know, I would say that probably six months ago, I would have, I would have gone off the deep end over that. I mean, I did, I was swearing at the computer and swearing at myself and, and all of this. And my husband came in and thought I, you know, I killed myself or something. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, no. And I told him what happened and he gave me his advice. But, um, I, I would have been beating myself up about that for days maybe even longer and having having learned this this inside out um way of looking at life and and living life i realized that about an hour or so later i was okay i wasn't beating myself up i was just like well that happened okay on you know send a message saying can we do it again please.
2: And I said, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yes. And I thanked her many times, <laughs> but it's a, it's, it's so it's, it kind of takes, it takes the edge off of it. Um, I think that that's the, the, maybe, maybe that's not totally true to had the edge at the beginning, but then I was able to move on. Mm. I was yeah. able to say, okay, you know, it's just my reaction. It is what it is. That's, get on with life and, and do something about it. Um,
2: I love that. Can I, can I add something to that, Susan? Uh-huh.
1: Yes, please.
2: I love that story for a number of reasons. Um, the first reason is that it's fresh and new, right? Mm. Something that is happening and it's really practical. So sometimes when people hear us having this type of conversation, people may have a sense that is, it's kind of ethereal. It was like, Oh yeah, it's a, it's a nice philosophy. And I must assure you that it's very practical. Just imagine what would do for you if you used to beat yourself up for a month and all of a sudden you can glare over it within an hour, yeah right, and think about a solution. How much that frees up your mind to be present in the moment and do the things that you need to do and And that sort of thing is not an implication that we could we could if someone were to tell us, okay, what are some of the benefits of learning the this getting a deeper understanding of the inside out uh, paradigm. And we could not tell you, well, e- when you do a mistake on Zoom, you'll be able to correct your mistakes sooner <laughs> because it's not in oh. the manual. We never know how it's going to show up, right? But reality, yes. Yes. life just becomes so much easier. That is what yeah. I want to
1: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, to tie it into to this podcast and, and my theme in in doing this whole podcast is having to do with health and it is um it's so much healthier to not hold on to things to be able to look at and say oh okay i'm reacting that's my thought in the moment um now i'm going to move on to the next thought um and and it's not it's not really a control mechanism as much as it becomes more of a way of being mm. um, and and it it's also something that you can kind of read about or you can listen to people talking about it and it is one of those things where you get this aha moment when it really becomes it's not it's no longer just an intellectual exercise it it Really is inside you, and it and it really is. Um, and I'm pointing here because it it that that's you know in in my heart chakra or whatever you want to call it, um, that that's where I had that insight into it and kind of fell into it um, or fell off. I can I never remember what the 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 better way of describing it, but um, it's. It's just such a, um, yeah, it, it becomes almost like an all body kind of feeling, hmm. as opposed to just being up in your brain and your intellect and trying to <clears throat> to use your intellect to fix something or um, change something or deal with it. Um, I realize that, that we say it has a thought and the thought has a feeling, but it's still to me, it's it's more it's more from from where i from my heart than it is um from my brain
2: yeah and I, i'm glad you've pointed that out because there is some one of the distinctions that people sometimes make um when you're talking about thought the thought feeling connection which by the way are two sides of the same coin you you always feeling your thought feeling your thought just the, the only way they may ask when you're talking about the thought feeling connection are you talking about the brain and I, I can tell people, well, yes and no. What we are pointing to is that energy of life that powers mm. the brain. That energy of life that, has, that is connected to everything. For instance, even without having a scientific background, every single person knows how to see the difference between a person that is alive and a person that is not Right. Once the person expires, there is that ethereal energy that is no longer there, that is what we are talking about that powers and that is what we are pointing to and so when people are talking when we're talking about the power of thought is that that power that gives an experience as human beings give us the power to have an experience of life always from the inside
1: yeah yeah no i i I agree it's um it's it's really quite powerful mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I know um, Clazy and I were, were talking before we started today <clears throat> just a little bit about um, meditation and, you know, Buddhist meditation. There's, you know, there's so many different kinds of meditation, but it's essentially for the same reason, which is to be, um, well, like with, with Buddhist meditation and Vipassana, you, you do, you focus on your breath. And by focusing on your breath, which again is down here in your heart chakra, um, you you stop focusing on all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you the more you do it and the longer you do it <clears throat> at a time, but also, you know, years or whatever, excuse me, from practice, you develop that same kind of being able to drop into that place within you. Um where you 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 it's why it's called practice because you're exercising a muscle and that muscle is your consciousness and being able to to come from every from your consciousness to life and to anything that happens, which is very similar in some ways the vocabulary is a little different, but a lot of the feeling is is similar, which is not it's it's not exactly the same i i mean i realize that but for some people, it it may give them a a way in to wanting to learn maybe more about mm. the inside out or the principle as they're called, um and just the the knowing the fact that uh, one of the things you and I were talking about was that one of the, the people who is I don't want to call them a leader because they're not leaders one of the, the teachers I guess um Dickon, in in the inside out has a lot of med background in, in Buddhism and meditation and, and all of that. So it's, it's all, it's all kind of tied up together. They're all trying to get at the same, at the same thing. Hmm. Um, I have a, um, I have a, a teacher that I, another teacher that I've been working with for many years and her, her what her, place is is what she calls her your love your love place Mm. and defining your love meditation and that's finding someone or something some experience that just fills you with love and then whenever you need to center yourself that's where you go and you think about um you know for me it's it's when my husband gives me gives me a big hug and I just think about that, and then, you know, it's like, oh, I just get all,
2: you know. Susan,
1: no. yeah.
2: I would like to point something right now, because uh-huh. it's happening in the present moment, right? So we, you're talking about your husband, and I've, I've seen, you're, you, you have a style anyway, but I've seen you lighten up, right? And what I would like to point it out, I don't know if you uh-huh. noticed, that... Right now, your husband is not giving you a hug, but you're feeling your, hus- your s- husband's hug because you are thinking about it. The
1: thought, yes.
2: That's always the way it works. Yes, it's getting created by the power of thought in a moment. So uh, the husband is not present, but just thinking about it gives you the that experience of the of yeah, the hug. Right? Yeah. Is, is is that correct? What I'm pointing? at? Yes.
1: Oh no! Absolutely! Absolutely! Yeah. Absolutely! Yeah, yeah yeah so so that I think that's kind of kind of my point. It's like all of these different modalities and they're all trying to create the same thought feeling in our in our bodies because we it's almost through our bodies that we can approach and and deal with um all of these these good and bad feelings, good and bad thoughts um,
2: in in a way. Yes, and in a way, it's an unavoidable evolution. That is one of one of my teachers used to say. It's mm. unavoidable evolution. And why is that? Because um, early in the beginning of this podcast, I was sharing my experience of over twenty five years of personal development. So I've done all of those things, and then I get to a crossroad. But all of those things are not helping me. So mm. the question arises: Why is not helping? What else is out there? And asking the question opens up the the door for something new that is more in alignment with the way things already work. And that is what makes the difference for me. So naturally I can't, I can't talk for other people or their experience, but I I assume based on results that they've gone through, uh, everyone would have a different path and a different journey, but they've done all of those things as well. But then they get to a point where they come across this, that for whatever Mm -hmm. reason is more in alignment and all of a sudden they can relax because there is less to do and still you have the experience of being at peace, being connected, clear minded in your, like you call it your heart chakra. You Mm -hmm. get the experience without the practice. And if someone has a practice, I'm not saying stop doing your practice. Absolutely not. Keep my, my saying is do what makes sense to you because everyone has free will, but do whatever makes sense to you. And if later stage makes sense to stop, do it. But if not, just do what means to you, and just being aware of that it's it's enough. it gives you the space and freedom to be you. you do you you don't need to compare mm-hmm. it with other people. you do you because you are the only person who knows what is best for
1: you no absolutely absolutely i i I totally agree I totally agree <clears throat> i um for me, I just find it so fascinating that. All of these different modalities, people, practices, um, that for me they it's like they're all, they're all pointing at the same thing. Um, I think that the the inside out and the principles to me just makes it clearer. Um, it isn't a matter of <clears throat> oh, you have to sit on the cushion and meditate for twenty years before you get enlightenment. Hmm. Um and that it's I don't want to say it's a shortcut because it's <laughs> but it kind of can be depending on when it hits you <laughs> and you and you get it um but but I think that they're all like i say they're they're all trying at base they're all just they're all trying to get that same message across um and then of course on a on a health from a health point of view. Meditation is wonderful for your brain, so you know there can be other reasons <laughs> to sit in meditation on a regular basis. Uh, just like going out for a walk, it's the same same kind of thing. so yeah, it's it's very it's very um, i guess that, well part part of that is is me. i mean i'm a I've <clears throat> always been very interested in history. i even have I have a bachelor's degree in history. Um, so looking and making all these connections and seeing how all of these things, right. One of them for thousands of years and one of them for what, 50 years, 40 years, I guess. And, but it's, it's the same. It's the same, you know, human, we as human beings are, are trying to get the message and some people get it. Some people fall into it right away. And and some people can communicate it, but some people fall into it and can't communicate it either. <laughs> I mean, they just they they do the one and and that's it. You just have to look at how they live their lives.
2: Yes, yes, and I really love that. Um, I've got a a six month mentoring program, mm. and yesterday I was having a our one to one call with one of my mentees, and interestingly enough, we were talking about listening. Uh-huh. And my my mentee was telling me i last Wednesday I've attended a, a listening workshop, and the instructor told me there are nine techniques that I need to be aware of." So she started listing those techniques, and obviously she forgot a few because nine is too many. To, and she was like, "What are your thoughts on these techniques?" and i was I told her it occurred to me in a moment, I said, "You know what <clears throat> there is." listening at the intellectual level there is listening and then there is listening I'll do it again there is listening and there is listening right. and the way I see it is listening at the intellectual level is almost like imagine the sea right there is this big uh torment what what you call a temp tempest oh, I can't remember yeah. the word yeah
1: like a tempest like a storm
2: Storm, yes, I like that word is better storm. So there is this big storm going on at the sea, right? And you've got the boats friendly and going getting shut against the rocks and breaking and men at men and women, we need to be inclusive. Men and women getting through at the sea. There is all this stuff going on at the okay. surface. And as you go deeper into the sea, there is this deep, deep mm-hmm. calm, quiet. At the surface is hectic, but at a deep deep level is quiet mm-hmm. and i said to me listening at the intellectual level seems like that so you've got nine pieces of information and measurements that you track but you are when you are really listening really listen is peaceful is quiet it's simple there is nothing to do
1: mm-hmm.
2: and still everything gets communicated everything that needs to get communicated gets communicated and received so that is what i what I was sharing with my mentee, and then I asked her, what did you hear and she was, "You know sometimes when I'm giving a speech and i'm I'm speaking from that deeper mm. feeling, I notice that my audience gets impacted, and the reason I know they get impacted is because two or three or four weeks after the the speech, they are still telling me how impacted they were by this but when I'm delivering a speak from the intellectual aspect of it, there is a lot of information. is exciting, but people forget about. It. I was like, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. So, in a way, you already get a, a sense of the difference between listening mm-hmm. and list. In the same way that we get a sense of speaking and speaking. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. what occurred yeah. to me.
1: Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. And 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 just think, thinking
2: mm. is is
1: I know. You know just in in when I'll be writing something, and I noticed this when I was still in college it would it's like I would get into a zone and I would just be able to keep typing and typing and typing or writing or or whatever, and it wasn't like it was perfect or anything you know you'd go back and you'd make some changes or whatever, but it was it was just you'd just be totally there like you were like I was just um um writing it, I was just writing it down, you know what I mean, like it was being, it was being told to me somehow or another, even though it was me telling me, but yeah, it was really just getting into that, that whole, that whole zone again, you know, from, as you were saying, you know, from the lower, the lower part and not the intellectual necessarily, although obviously the brain is always involved, but um, yeah, no, I've, absolutely. And and I I agree. How can you listen when you're trying to think when you're trying to remember even two or three things that you're supposed to be doing? Let alone you can't listen. I've done I've done that before. Not not where I'm trying to remember, but you know, sometimes when I'm sitting listening to somebody talk or whatever, and or watching a really dull movie, um, and all of a sudden I'm thinking about something else, and I'm not listening. <laughs> um, I'm listening to my to my my own thoughts going off on whatever so yeah that's hmm. oh well they must not do much yeah. listening
2: i like that <laughs> i like oh well and i, I was thinking how is this yeah. relevant for people who are listening to podcasts right now a, a couple of things so first one is 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 normal even though it's not natural it is normal for us to get lost in thoughts either in a in a past right we we might feel uh, guilty mm-hmm. worried sorry about what happened to the in the past things we cannot do anything about it anymore right is that is normal in the same way that it is normal to be worried or anxious or apprehensive about the future that mm-hmm. is totally normal mm-hmm. now what i would like to highlight and bring to right here right now is that even though it's not normal even though it is normal, it's not natural. And natural is being in a space of neutrality and being present in the moment as best as we can, right? And if someone is listening to this and they say, how I like the sound of that, but how do I make myself to be present as best as I can? And just noticing when you're not in a present moment, it's enough because once you notice it's almost like poking a finger into the thought bubble you were lost in it just runs out of air just pew and you are right here right now again and why is why is that helpful why is that important because being a present moment is when you've got access to your creativity you've got more access to your innate well-being you're going to have insights about what you need support most. It may occur to you, for instance, if you've got like a, um, a food allergy to pick up that book or listen to that podcast or reach out to that person. You might not be too clear yet when that happened, why it's happening, but just following the hunch when you are present in the moment is a lot more likely for those helpful insights to come through and for you to hear them and see them and to take that next step. That is what I know to be true.
1: That's wonderful advice. <laughs> I, would, I would totally agree with all of that. Uh, and, and having been through many years of being stuck in the past <clears throat> and or worrying about the future, <clears throat> I know that um, neither of those are very helpful, <laughs> especially because you lose the present. When you're in one or the other, you, the present keeps on going. And and the present is the only place you can do anything. So I I think that is a a wonderful place to, uh, to maybe wrap up this podcast. I know you have some some other uh, appointments that you need to do, and I really appreciate you coming back on today to talk about this. And 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 it's interesting because I think we went even further actually than we did on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's even better. <laughs>
2: Yes, it's natural evolution. It keeps getting better and better. (laughs) That's right, exactly. So when you want to do a third one, maybe in six months or so, I'm all for it. There you go. Just let me
1: know. (laughs) There you go. That sounds like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll, you know, come back together and say, okay, so now uh, what's changed, right? What's the new thing we're all worrying about? (laughs) So let me me just um, do a little wrap up here and uh, let everybody know that I will be putting... Some links up in the show notes, if anyone is interested in in contacting Klesia, uh, her Facebook page, as well as her website. And I, um, let's see, do my usual, which is that I am not a doctor and nothing on this program is to be construed as medical advice. If you are having some kind of a medical emergency, emotional or physical, please contact your own doctor or go to the emergency room if it's at that level. And with that taken care of, um, I want to say thank you to Klesia one more time. And I will be signing off and I will talk to all of you next
0: week.